Good morning, church. Let's stand to our feet. Let's get our hands together. Let's join in the praise of Jesus with all the angels in his house. Hey! The God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors, He parted the raging sea. My God, He holds the victory.
anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Amen. Every little good thing is from Him. I've got joy in the morning. i got peace in the night. My cup's overflowing. My future's bright Yes it is Cause when I walk through the heavy It's gonna be alright Cause your yoke is easy Your burdens lie Oh your burdens lie Every good thing
just want you just to strip out all the distractions, all the noise, everything that's been going on in your life. And in this moment right now, may it be about you and Jesus. And you're here this morning to worship Jesus. To pour out your heart to Him, your love, your adoration, your affection. To the King of Kings, our Creator, our Maker, the Lover of our souls, the only one who died on a cross for you. And so with just an overflowing heart full of gratitude and thanks, let's just begin to sing and praise Him. Jesus, we love you, we love you. 
Church, let's give Jesus some praise this morning. We love you, Lord. We're so thankful, so grateful. Turn to your neighbor and say hi this morning. Welcome each other. church. It's so good to see you. We are so thankful that you are here. At Anastasia, we believe that every person is important, and that's you. My name is Judy Trippi. I'm the women's minister here at Anastasia, and I welcome you. If this is your first time coming, or you have been coming a while, and you haven't filled out a Connect card, we'd love to get to know you, and we'd love you to do that. And we have a couple options. You can go out into the atrium to the welcome desk, and there'd be someone there that would love to speak with you. Also, you can go digitally, and you can text the word CONNECT to 904-441-6900. I thought y'all were going to say it with me today. <laughs> Maybe. You should know it. Most of you should know it by now. I think so. Anyway, there'll be a drop-down menu there, and also you can use the QR code right now. Take out your phone and just aim it, and it will give you that menu for prayer requests. Also, the digital bulletin and more information if you'd like it. You can connect with us right there. Just a couple things I'd like to highlight for you this morning. Uh, tomorrow, the church offices will be closed in reverence for uh, Veterans Day. And also, I just want to share with you, 13 years ago, we started an annual caroling down at the gazebo, downtown St. Augustine. It will be this year on December 1st at 6 p.m., I encourage you to come and bring a lawn chair or a blanket to sit on. You will have a great time singing with our choir and our orchestra as well. They will be leading that. Also, um, on December the 19th, we were going to have a business meeting over in the sanctuary. It's going to be a paper ballot vote. And uh, that will be affirming the calling on our Reverend Kevin King, who will be our new worship leader, hopefully, if you vote correctly for him uh, in our traditional worship services. No pun intended on that, right? Amen, you guys, God bless. In February 2020, Ms. Tamara challenged us with the parable of talents from the book of Matthew. We were given four quarters and challenged to multiply them. The four quarters that Miss Tamara gave each of us and challenged us to multiply it to give to the church for the new building. And this is the bank that we were given to put the money that we raised for the new building in. We took our money and we went to the Dollar Tree and we bought a pitcher and a package of lemonade mix. We did a lemonade stand. We did a lemonade stand and then we went back to the Dollar Tree after doing the first lemonade stand to get more lemonade cups because we ran out and um, we got some brownie mix. We, with our proceeds. With our proceeds. And we made brownies out of the brownie mix, and we sold those along with the lemonade. We raised about $200 yeah. from the four quarters that we were each given. My siblings and I decided 
it was better for us to work together, so we combined our money and went to the store and bought ingredients to make cinnamon rolls, and then we had a bake sale. When I was given the four quarters, we went to the store and we bought um, ingredients for pet food and supplies for pet toys, and we used some our money as well. And so we made pet treats and pet toys. And then we went to the farmer's market and we sold them and we made about $200. With the, with the court quarters I was given, I um, made a lemonade stand. I took, um, or, or I found some lemonade powder and I made pink lemonade and I sold it on my Vermont driveway and I raised $57. I think the thing I'm most excited for is the rooftop terrace for the youth group. I'm excited to be up there and play with my friends. Uh, hang out up there with my friends and I'm, I'm, I think this will be beneficial to not only me and my family but it will also bring more people to Christ because I can invite more friends because of the new parking lot spaces. I think it's important because now we have a, in the new buildings, we have bigger spaces for worship so more people can come and more people can learn about Christ and heaven and that's important. It's really important because it's really, really sad when people don't have a chance to learn about Christ. And this building has more space, more parking, and more people can come and learn about Christ. Well, good morning, church. It's so good to see you and be with you here this morning. And as you can see, I've got some very special and very important people up here on stage with me this morning. And so I'm going to ask our Minister of Children, Ms. Tamara Bennett, Bennett, to either introduce them or perhaps maybe have them introduce themselves. From them, so live and in person from the video, here they are, a little bit older, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. I'm Olivia Figpin. Hi, I'm Gray Russo. Hi, I'm Violet Russo. Hi, I'm Tanner Russo. Hi, I'm Audrey Isaacson. Good morning, my name is Summer Isaacson. Hi, I'm Liliana Gittleman. Yeah, give them a nice hand. So this month is sort of a milestone for us in our For Generations to Come faith campaign. We've been marching through our journey together, fulfilling the vision that God has given us to the body of Christ here at Anastasia for the last three and a half plus years. And from the very beginning, we said it's all about equal sacrifice and not about equal giving. And we also have said that it's going to take all of us in order to get to our goal. And I think this video this morning actually illustrates that perfectly and effectively, that these children took time on their weekend, sacrificing time with their friends to invest in what we're doing here at the Body of Christ in Anastasia. And so I need to share with you this morning that we hit a very big milestone. Last week, we went over six and a half million dollars toward our project. <clears throat> but I also need to share with you that <clears throat> we are at also a point where our cash flow, in order to keep on track with our cash flow requirements to complete the project, 
We need to have about $300,000 between this Sunday and the end of this calendar year. And I know that we can and I know that we will reach that together because this entire campaign, since its inception, has been anchored and it's been bathed faithfully in prayer. And it has also, also been doubly, doubly covered and fashioned in faith of all of us and God's faithfulness to us. And so I thank you so much for how you're continuing to do so. I ask you to earnestly seek God and how he might probe your heart to be able to come alongside of us in reaching that financial goal before the end of the year. Let's go to God in prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we just pause this morning to give thanks to you for all that you do for us, Father. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for increasing the faith of your faithful here. Thank you for these children, Father, and how you are living in their lives and how they are a testament to you. Father, we just ask that you would help us to continue to be good and faithful stewards to all that you've entrusted to us, that we would be faithful to invest it in the body of Christ for the ultimate purpose of expanding and enlarging your kingdom. And it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. God bless you, church. Stand up, please. We just like to recognize you. And while y'all remain standing, I'd just like to say a word of prayer over you. Can I do that, please? Let's pray. And you might want to put your hands towards some of these people. Lord Jesus, I thank you for those, the, the best and the brightest, who have voluntarily given up their time, put themselves in harm's way, that have risked Lord, to defend our nation and to defend our rights and our freedoms. And Lord, I thank you for them today. And Lord, I ask that, that you would just bless them a hundredfold, bless them a thousandfold, Lord, from, for the sacrifice that they gave, this selfless sacrifice, Lord. Lord, I pray for our wounded warriors that are still bearing, bearing maybe the emotional scars or physical scars for their service, Lord. And ask that you bring healing. And Lord, I pray that you would bring strength to them. Lord, joy. Lord, I pray for those that, that are our family members. 
of those that were in service, Lord, and family members of those that are in service, Lord, the sacrifice they're making day by day, Lord, just as much. And Lord, I pray that you protect those families. Lord Jesus, I thank you for those that have given their lives. And Lord, there, there are those who, who are bearing the scars of war because there's someone that did not return. And Lord, I pray your Holy Spirit comfort will be on them. And Lord Jesus, I pray that you bless us all, Lord. And Lord, help us, not, help us, Lord, to show gratitude to these men. But Lord, most of all, show gratitude to you for your love and your protection. In your precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. And once again, thank you for your service. I want to take care of a, a little housekeeping before I get into the message uh, today. Uh, I am going to give you official notice today that I'm calling us into special business session. The church is going into special business session next Sunday. And here's why. David Elder, our worship pastor, is officially stepping down December 3rd. We've had a selection committee that has been searching. We had a nationwide search. They, they whittled it down, and, and uh, they are going to recommend that we call the Reverend Kevin King to be the next worship pastor for our traditional worship services. Now, that requires a vote of the congregation. So I'm notifying you that in seven days, we're going to have a paper ballot vote. We're going to take this vote, though, at the traditional worship services. So if you, if you want to attend that uh, worship services, we felt it would be fair that those that are stakeholders in that service be the ones that are able to vote. So calling us, but I'm giving you everybody notice that as of uh, uh, next week, we're going to have a special uh, service uh, called business meeting. We'll vote on Kevin King. It'll be a paper ballot vote. Uh, we're not doing any mail-in voting and no, no absentee balloting voting. We're not, not even going to get there, okay? If you want to vote on this, you go to that service next week, okay? Got it? Amen. Okay, good, good. Hey, let's get into the Word of God. And I invite you to take your Bibles and turn to Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. <clears throat> what would be the greatest thing that could happen to you right now? I mean, what could be the greatest thing? What would be the most wonderful thing that could happen to you now? What would you love to experience? Would it be uh, a great vacation? How many of you have ever thought that I would love to, I'd love to win the lottery and then I can help the church pay off the building? Anybody thought that in the deepest? I, I don't play the lottery, but you know, sometimes I think that. You know, wouldn't that be great when, when they hear the, the thing going up there so much, a billion dollars at a time? Uh, would it be having a nicer car? Would it be to make sure everything was paid off or whatever? Well, what I want to share with you is a truth that Jesus gave us. Is that whatever blessing you can conceive that you'd love to receive, he can top it. Amen. Jesus can top every blessing that you think you could possibly want. He, he can go better than you can even ask or imagine. That's what I want to share with you today. And I'm coming from Acts chapter 20. And this is where Paul is talking to the church at Ephesus. He's talking to the church at Ephesus. And uh, he's going back to Jerusalem. He's on his missionary journeys. And he started this church. And he had such a strong relationship with these people that, that when, when he left, they, I mean, they're crying. I mean, it was just very emotional. And then the last things he said, the parting words, thinking that he would never see these people ever again, Paul reminded them that Jesus had the power and Jesus had the desire to bless them more than we could bless him. You know, he reminded them that, 
that, that God wants to bless us. Jesus wants to bless us. And here is how you unlock the blessings of Jesus. These are Paul's final words of blessing to the church at Ephesus. Would you please stand with me in honor of God's word? Acts chapter 20, starting at verse 32. It says this, and now, this is Paul to those, those leaders. Now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who are with me. In all things, I've shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And then Paul dropped the mic and went to Jerusalem. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much that you told us that, that you can bless us more than we can bless you. That, Lord, when we give to you, Lord, that you're going to bless us even more. And, Lord, I pray that we would have that heart of understanding, that heart of being able to give over to you, knowing that you got everything under your control. Lord, we love you. We give this time to you in your precious name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. You know, by the way, uh, if, you ever, if you ever had this, this hatred of pastors that talk about uh, giving in church, you're going to hate coming to church at Anastasia in November, okay? Because <laughs> we're going to talk about it, because the Bible talks about it, okay? And so just, if you have someone that's very sensitive and you're going to bring them to church, you, you just understand what we're going to be talking about, because this is very important. Because cultivating a heart of gratitude is a key component of growing spiritually. It helps us grow spiritually. Uh, having a generous heart where we're, where we're able to give rather than just wanting to always get, it's what, it's what cultivates contentment in our lives. Contentment is peace. I mean, that's so very important. Um, you know, it, it fuels us. You know, uh, do you remember several years ago, when the Lord blessed us with that extra money from the government because everything closed down. And then we, we realized at the end of the year that God gave us more than we ever need. And we started giving out checks that next year. Every bit of money the government gave, we gave that exact amount because we weren't going to get rich off the government. We gave $100,000 checks to Alpha Omega, $100,000 checks to Wildflower. It was great. And I remember how excited people were that we were able to bless. That's what this is like. Amen. When you can, we, you can share blessing it's so important. You know, it's like a magnet. Um, I have some magnets in my house that hold things up on the refrigerator and on different appliances and have hooks on them and things. We can take a magnet and, and you do them one way and they just sort of stick together like that. And it's hard to pull them apart if they're a good magnet. But then you just turn one of them around and you realize that, that they don't even kind of want to go together at all. Well, it's like my heart. This is my heart and the desires of my heart. And this is God's desire to bless me. And when we're trying to hold on to the things of this, it's like we turn the magnet the wrong way and it kind of repels the blessings of God from getting into our lives. But you know, we flip that around with a heart of generosity. It's like a magnet. It's attracting the blessings of God. Amen. And so what I want to say to you is that, that, that having a generous heart is, is, is like having a blessing magnet. You had a generous heart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give. God said uh, it's more blessed to give and, and, 
than to receive because I'm going to give. That's going to attract the blessings uh, of God. So the first question I want to ask you, and if you're using the sermon notes, you can, you can uh, follow along. It's this. I'm blessed when I attract the blessings of God. Isn't that true? I am blessed when I attract the blessings of God. I'm not blessed when I repel the blessings of God. I'm blessed when I attract the blessings of God. And one way I attract the blessings of God is not holding on so tightly to the things of earth. Okay. So how do I do that? Well, here's how I can develop that. I can let the Lord be my first priority. I can let the Lord be my first priority. I am blessed when the Lord is the first thing in my life. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 says this. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty. Your vats will be bursting wine. You see, if we honor the Lord with the things of earth, he's still going to bless us. He's going to bless us with all that we need. You know, and so the next thing I want you to write down is this. I'm blessed when the Lord is my first priority. Are you blessed? Are you, do you believe that's a true statement? That you are blessed when Jesus is number one? Do you believe that you're blessed when God is number one? I do. With all my heart. With all my heart. So, you know, in, in our house, ever since we've been married, we practice tithing. And tithing is, is this practice of giving a tenth of the resources that the Lord gives us. And we, we live on, by faith on 90% of what the Lord provides. Okay, so we, we practice tithing. But it's not just a tenth. It's the first tenth. The first, that we've done that. We've ordered our life that way. Now that there's online giving, automatically when I get a paycheck the next day, that's the first thing that automatically comes out is, is the, the, the bringing the tithes to the storehouse and we just, we just uh, join in with all of us here that are joining in to help to take care of the ministries that are here so God can bless other people. And it's not an accounting thing. Okay, it's not an accounting thing. It's not, it's not how much money. It's, it's how much of my heart am I willing to give over to God? Okay? See, when Jesus is first place in my life, I'm willing to give him the first fruits. He's going to bless me. So do I love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength? It's very interesting that Paul gave this teaching to the church at Ephesus. And he said, you know, remember this. It's better to give than to receive. I don't know why Paul felt he needed to share that with Ephesus, but it's no mistake that in Revelation chapter 2, in the churches of the Revelation, that church at Ephesus, they said, you know, you're doing so many good things except one thing is uh, that I need to talk to you about. You've abandoned your first love. You've forsaken your first love. God was no longer first place in their lives. So anyway, my fan answers in, my finances uh, are an indication of that. They are an accurate measure of my priorities. They are. Uh, I know this. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Another passage. Going to several passages today. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Jesus said, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put in your lap. If you give, then God's going to say, I'm going to try to fill you up. I'm going to try to fill up every little corner of the cup that you have. I just want to bring blessing into your life, and it's going to be overflowing. And then he says, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. You know, how do you measure how much you give to God? How do you measure it? You know, what, what, what do you use to measure it? Well, you measure your calendar, right? How much time you give. You, you think about all the abilities and gifts that you have and how, much, how many of them am I using for the Lord or how many am I just using to, to benefit myself. I mean, that, that's a measure. And then your checkbook is a measure. 
Look at your checkbook. Does the checkbook show that you love the Lord? Does your financial statement show that you love the Lord? Okay. And he says, if you give, he said, with, with that measure, it will be given back to you. So I, I, I try to bless the Lord. And the more I bless the Lord, the more he blesses me. I cannot outgive God. I can't. So, you know, I'm blessed when I cultivate a heart of generosity because that attracts blessings. Uh, I am blessed when God's first place in my life. I, I am, I'm blessed when my time, my talents, and my treasures measure how much I value God. And then also I'm blessed when I have stronger faith. Do you think that you are blessed when your faith is stronger or when your faith is weaker? When it's stronger. So I want my, my, my faith to be stronger. And you know, generosity, it sort of helps to build our faith. And this is what Malachi said. This is Malachi 3.10. This is that passage that, that pastors always talk about when they're talking about tithing. In Malachi 3.10, it says this, bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And therefore, put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If I'll not open the windows of heaven for you, pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. And he says this, put me to the test. Are you really testing God in this? I don't think so. I'm thinking about is, in this passage, is this really about testing God? No, I think God passes every test. Okay, he doesn't need to. I think I'm testing my own faith. When he says, put the Lord to the test, what's really, uh, what's really being examined is my faith. Do I really trust that God will do what he says? I'm blessed when my faith is strengthened. And you know, generosity is like resistance training for my heart, okay? Financial giving is, uh, is resistance training because, you know, we hold our finances very close to our heart. They, they have an emotional connection. Your money has an emotional connection. You just understand that someone overcharges you. It, you don't just try to fix it. There's something inside that goes. You say, man, they tried to cheat me. And so we have a close, close connection to finances, and so, uh, so anyway, that, that giving is kind of spiritual resistance training. I, I go see a trainer. Thank you, Sal Repair over there. Takes care of me. Makes sure I try to do the stuff I'm supposed to do to, to try to stay healthy. And the way my muscles stay strong is, is by resistance training, okay? And you got to lift some weight that's going to test your muscles, okay? And I'm talking about more weight than a fork going to your mouth. Okay, there's got to be some weight to it. Okay, and I know some of you can really put a lot on your fork, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying some serious weight, and you have to use that pretty right. Well, well, there's something about our heart that holds on to our money, and it's hard to let it go. And you know, generosity is kind of like resistance, it's like weight training, and, it, and sometimes we just have to test ourselves. And God will show himself faithful in all of those. So anyway, put the Lord in your faith to the test and just see if God will pull it off. In my life, he has pulled it off. He showed himself faithful. Now I want to share a testimony. This is the testimony of John Scripco. John is in the house today. John, give your hand. But I wanted every service to be able to hear. Yeah, John, thank you for sharing in your testimony. Just a minute. Uh, it's on video because I want everybody to see it, and we have simultaneous services next hour. So I want you to watch this video of John and I having a conversation about just this topic.
I've never realized the blessing that I got from that because I learned to let go of what was impeding me from having that true relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's my experience too. Uh, that you know, the more I, the more I give to God, the more He just shows Himself faithful. And it's it's just it's just in all kinds of areas. You know, if I can surrender to the Lord, He just shows Himself that He's going to show up. He's going to take care of those issues, whether it's a, a conflict in a relationship or whether it's our money. Thank you, John, for sharing your heart and sharing your testimony. I sure appreciate that. It, I think it means a lot to all of us to hear a personal journey of going through that. And, and to you, what I want to share with you is that it's all about focus. It's all about focus. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, he said, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And that's what it's about. One of the blessings of, of having a generous heart is that I know that I'm putting, I'm putting blessings in heaven and that I'm going to be blessed in heaven forever with Jesus. And that's the treasure there. So I'm blessed knowing that I have treasure forever in heaven. You know, as you listen to this message, I don't want you to think that I'm sharing this because we need money. I want you to, I want you to have a nicer watch. This was from my sister-in-law. You didn't buy it. So just want you to know that. <laughs> but I don't want you to think that that's why, what this message is about. It's not about the money. It's about the heart. It's about the spirit, the soul. In Matthew 6, 24, Jesus said it this way. He said, no one can serve two masters. No one can serve two masters. For either he'll hate one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. And then he says who the two masters are. He can't, you cannot serve God and money. We serve one and we use the other. You know, are you trying to serve Jesus and use money? Or are you trying to use Jesus and serve money? You know, it's not about the money. It's about the heart. It's not that I want you to give to the church. I'm not saying don't do that. Okay, it's good to get to the church. But what I'm saying is, give your heart to Jesus and trust him. Let him, let him, let him do all that he wants to do. Don't, don't keep him from blessing you because you want to hold back a part of your life. Choose Jesus, okay? Would you pray with me, please? Lord Jesus, I thank you so much. Lord, every blessing that we have, every good and perfect gift, Lord, it came down from you. And Lord, what we do with it, with our spiritual gifts, our time, our talents, our treasures, Lord, it's an offering back to you. Lord, I pray here at Anastasia, we'd be a people that are just giving it all to you, Lord. We're giving it all. Lord, we love you. We give you praise and glory. Lord, there's some of us in here today, this is what our struggle is. Some maybe not, but some this is. And Lord, whatever we're holding back, help us to know that, that when we give it over to you, Lord, that you're going to bless us more. You're going to bless us more than we could ever bless you. Lord, show us that we can't outgive you, Lord. Lord, show us in our heart and our emotions. Lord, if there's a step of faith someone needs to take, Lord, I pray that you would just help that person take it. It might be a financial step of faith, Lord, from being a, a occasional giver to someone who gives regularly, or it might be someone who's giving regularly to someone who's going to be a percentage giver, or maybe even tithing, Lord. Lord, let them see the blessings. 
Lord, that someone may come forward and say, I need, to, I need to declare my faith in Jesus. They're at that step of faith, the baptism. Lord, if someone needs to step forward, Lord, let us move. Don't let us hold back anything, Lord. And Lord, as we give to you, to you be the glory. May your name be praised. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Would you stand with us, please? Uh, I'm up here at the front if you want to come and pray about anything. You want to be baptized. You want to be a member. We have counselors at the front. Whatever God's calling you to do, you come. You come.
church, go forth with a heart of gratitude for all that God's done. Blessings to you. Have a great Sunday.